All right, hey, welcome back to the Three Board Guys podcast. I'm Paul Howard, your host, and today we have a man who needs no introduction. I got Leon back in the studio, How one of the Three Board Guys. Leon has been, he kind of moved back up into the city, and we've missed him. How's it been up there, away from all of us country bumpkins? Fucking madness. <laughs> I miss you country bumpkins every day. Fucking hell. But now, it's interesting up there in the city, man. It's a different, different atmosphere, different people. And I'm just like really trying to get used to it. So like, shit. It's going to be a struggle. I'm going to have to work through it, get it done. It's just basically pulling them over to my side, letting them know like, hey, I'm here to help you. I'm not here to just overall change and get you all out and bring new people. I want you guys to succeed. And it's just pushing that narrative and having them understand that and having them come on board with it. Right. And stop having them do things their way that they've been doing. Yeah, I would say the the... Well, obviously, the groups of people that you use and work are different um, in the city than they are with, with us down here. Yeah. Um, so you're going to have those difference in personalities, and it, it is a difficult thing. I, I'm thankful that I, I have my job down here in the country, you know, and the worst thing I deal with is, like, meth heads every now and again. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, every day I drive up there, I'm like, shit, I am thankful I was able to work down here in the country. <laughs> I will cherish every fucking moment i had down there oh yeah. boy obviously we're not going to say where we work but so we had a we had a, a meth head this week uh you did yeah out in the parking lot was like running around threatening to kill people and uh so i went out there with uh the boss the only person higher up than me and uh she was like hey you need to leave and this person was like nah fuck that fuck you i'm on blow you away (laughs) yeah when i when i blow this place up you'll be the first one and it's like what the fuck anyway they kept putting their hands in their pocket and and, you know you know me like i i have some several years of martial arts under my belt and then the military and all the other stuff so i'm like i don't really care and and, you know i'm looking for another job anyway and i'm doing this too and uh so i kind of get between so the other person that was out there uh he called the police and um and then the boss was like hey you need you need to leave the property well again when this person started going fuck you blah 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 uh i kind of stepped up and i got maybe one arm's length just in, like in jujitsu we would call this like the the red zone right this isn't yeah. like if i do like a quick like step forward and a jab i've you know, it's, 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 uh, yeah. And if, so anyway, this person kept putting their hands in their pockets, right. And saying, I'm going to blow you away and all this other stuff. And, uh, you know, I had my face mask on because COVID or whatever. <laughs> yeah. Stay safe. So yeah, you gotta stay safe out there. Use protection people. <laughs> um, so I step up and I'm just, I locked with this person. Like I'm looking dead in their eyes and they keep looking over my shoulder at, at, at the boss saying, yeah. you know, F you bitch, all this other crazy oh, nonsense. Shit. You got a short haircut scabs on their face. Cause it's like a real meth head. Proper you know? method. Yeah. Fuck it up. And, uh, anyway, the boss finally grabs my arm cause she, you know, she knew that I was like, I was, you. I was ready. I was gonna, I was gonna do something because I, I Again, I don't really like where I'm working now. Not that it's a big deal. Um, but, uh, yeah, she she grabbed my arm and she goes, Hey, Paul, like, they're not worth it. And, or, no, she said, Hey, Paul, he's not worth it. 
And when she said, he's not worth it, this person goes, I'm a fucking woman, bitch. What? And, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she says, I'm a fucking woman, bitch. And then in my mind, immediately, oh, like, I didn't God. say it, obviously. I was like, damn, that's disappointing. Like, Because <laughs> now I'm going to feel guilty when I whip your ass. Like, oh, shit. Good not that I was going to in the first place, because, like, my whole thought was this. Like, if anybody, me as somebody who's trained to fight people, like, obviously, no matter what, when someone pulls a knife on you, you're going to get cut up. You're yeah. going to get cut. You're going to get stabbed. But if you're good enough or strong enough or fast enough, you're probably going to be, you're going to get stabbed a few times as long as it's not like a, just a vital no. organ. You're going to live through it. But it's better that it happens to me than somebody who's not, you know, well-trained in self-defense or whatever. And I'm not saying I'm like a black belt in anything or anything like that, but, no, but I've, got, I've got enough knowledge that it, I'm not going to die today. You know what yeah. I mean? That's that's how I, I felt. I assessed that person as an enemy and I was like, well, I'm not going to die today. So, you know, let's let's fucking get it on, you know? And then when she's like, I'm a fucking woman, bitch, I was like, oh, man, that sucks. Like, <laughs> what the fuck? I was like, I, I, you, have you ever seen the movie The Rock with uh, Nicolas Cage? Yeah. And that guy goes, I'd take pleasure in gutting you, boy. Yeah. And then Nicolas Cage is like sitting there going, I'd take pleasure in gutting you, boy. Who says that to someone? <laughs> you know, that's kind of what like my thought process was because I was like, I've had enough of this crap. I've had enough of this, you know, dealing with people's bullshit. Yeah. And I was like, one more meth head and like I'm uh, someone's getting hurt. Someone's we'll gonna get this hurt. Meth head up. Yeah. So, you know. Anyway, the police rolled up right after that and uh they she took off running and sat down <laughs> just wait she down. took off running so and she, took, she took off running and they like went after her a little bit and then she just turned around and like just sits on on the pavement and was like i ain't doing fucking shit you know whatever she was <laughs> whatever she was saying and uh so Don't i went fun. in and i got a trespass uh, I, I you know i printed up one of the trespassing forms and i, I walked out there and i was like hey you're hereby trespass from this property uh, i need you to write your name sign your name and uh and she was like fuck you i'm not doing shit and then oh, shit. <laughs> and i was like okay well you don't you don't have to do anything um i'll write your name i just need to know what that is and she's like i'm not telling you shit motherfucker and uh <laughs> and uh oh my God, anyway dude. Anyway, the, the police officer had obviously dealt with her like multiple times and he turns and looks at me and she's like, he's, or he goes, her name is such and such. And she goes, she like without skipping a beat goes to the pig word, man. She's like, fuck you, pig. <laughs> you can't tell him my legal information. That's my legal information. That's a secret. And I was like, first of all, he can. And we're just having a conversation. And I said, so your name you were here by trespass from this property, and if you come back, I will have you prosecuted. And so then oh, I wrote God her damn. name out on the trespass form and had it signed and whatever, had it witnessed and everything like that. And now, uh, and then here's the thing, because COVID ruins everything, yeah. they didn't even fucking arrest her. Wait, she I thought they can arrest them now. No, dude, they just like took her off our property. I watched the whole thing, let her go, and there's like a Wendy's pretty close to where we're at. Yeah. Freaking just goes in the Wendy's, and who knows what she was doing in there, like wreaking havoc. You know? Holy shit, I thought they could arrest them. I knew when, when it first started, they couldn't arrest anybody. No, dude. It was like a 
weird situation they'll do and then they let you go and then they'll yeah. come back to it later on. But I thought that's all gone out the window and they're like, yeah, we're arresting everybody now that we that we book in. Yeah, you have to like be really, like have several warrants, right? Holy Even shit. still to get arrested. Because like, dude, I'm pretty sure they're like letting murderers and shit out of prison when the whole COVID thing happened, man. Oh, yeah, because yeah, they're crying, oh, I don't want to get COVID. They're and like, like, ah, but you're a murderer, so shut up. Bro. Yeah, yeah. Well, <laughs> we, don't want, we don't want the <laughs> rapists. You rapists back out here on yeah. the streets. What the yeah. fuck you doing? Well, that's the thing. They're like, we don't want the rapists and pedophiles to get COVID. Oh, Let them get COVID. Fuck them. Let them get COVID. Fuck them. Yeah, three board guys does not endorse being a fucking rapist or a pedophile. So nope. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) You got to go. I hope. I hope it's slow for you. You don't get the Trump drugs with the ventilator. (laughs) Done, son. Uh, So yeah, they didn't arrest her. They just like, eh, whatever. Just let her go. And then the funniest thing was is when the police were leaving our parking lot, somebody like pulled out in front of one of them, and then uh the one of the officers uh crashed <laughs> he crashed <laughs> he crashed a squad car yeah fuck yeah right there it was amazing it was dinner and a show it was just See? yeah yeah it was, that was <laughs> yeah a typical sunday man See? but yeah that's a sunday down in the country but up there in the city we have crackheads yeah dude, dude. every day i gotta oh tell you God. before you go into the city thing i obviously you know like I love Kansas City. Don't get me wrong. I love it. I've got, I, I grew up, you know, when I was in college and after that, I would go up there for my, my stomping grounds, man. Like, I spent a lot of time. I used to go to the Hotel Phillips. It's super nice. And the Fontaine, it's got like a bar up top. Oh, it's yeah, in the plaza. Dude, it's, it's immaculate. It's amazing. Yeah. Have to try if you If you find a lady friend eventually, take her up there. You know, I love Kansas City, right? But I very very rarely venture up to the city anymore unless I'm going to, like, the Nelson Atkins or I'm going to uh, the zoo or whatever. Um, that Because things have kind of devolved, man. We're in the top 12 da- most dangerous cities in the United States. It's, well, Kansas it's, is the one in you know, the top city. 12. Yeah, Kansas City. So three of the most dangerous 12 are in Missouri. You got Springfield, Kansas City, and St. Louis. It's crazy. It's kind of, it really has kind of devolved. And, and you know, which is sad. You know, we got Super Bowl champions now, World Series yeah. champions and all this stuff, which we had before, but it's like a new recent development. And Sporting KC's there. It's all really good. So if you're from Kansas City and you're listening to this, uh, stop being a shithead, you know, um, <laughs> stop up. being, da- yeah, yeah, fix yourself, go, g- go get a good job, you know, there's plenty of corporations right now, uh, during the COVID crisis that are hiring at, at decent rates, um, that are comparable to, or better than unemployment is, so yeah. if you would like to get a job, uh, go pass a piss test and get a job, and quit being a shithead, and then clean up our city, because we'd really appreciate that. Three board guys would appreciate you cleaning up Kansas City, because yeah. we do love it. But I did go up to Gladstone for for work to get some stuff, um, and I got up there, and like, of course, I'm not familiar with the city, and I'm driving, and there are streets the names of streets that I only recognize from like the nine o'clock news where they show, (laughs) where they show like bullet casings on the pavement, you know, it's like this, the thumbnail, the thumbnail of, uh, of like tonight's story is like bullet casings on the pavement. And you're like, fuck, I'm on that street. I recognize that shit. And then there's all these like Biden Harris posters. And I'm not going to, I'm not going to say, I'm not going to say which political party. Well, obviously, you know, I, I'm, I'm a, I'm a Republican. Uh, well, I'm a Libertarian, but, um, you know, I, I see these Kamala Harris and Biden posters, 
Um, and I'm like, fuck, man, I am in the wrong neighborhood. I'm you'll glad be, I, you'll be okay. I'm glad there are no gun rules in this state because I got mine. Uh, stay strapped, <laughs> stay strapped, or get clapped. Thomas Jefferson. I saw that on a T-shirt. Anyway, <laughs> anyway, so that kind of brings me back around to where I want to. What things I want to talk to you about today is because obviously, you know. You were born in one country, raised in another, um, yeah. both very different from from the United States. Uh, and and here here you are. So you're up in the city now, um, dealing with a different demographic of people, a different you know lifestyle thought you know uh, than what we have down here. Uh, so I want to talk to you today about you coming to our country and things that you've really loved, things you haven't liked and uh, things that you're getting into and, and, and all that. And sp- and the reason I got brought back around to that is because of the gun thing. And obviously like you yeah. and I have gone shooting now and all that other stuff and really got into that. So not own guns. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's, staying, he's staying strapped folks, <laughs> exercising the second amendment rights. Fuck you know. Yeah. All right. Anyway, we just had to take a quick break because we're new at this. This is obviously episode seven. Um, yeah. Is that recording? Dude, I don't know. God damn it. <laughs> Holy crap, we suck. All right, now, now we're recording. So here's the thing. is like my camera, like it'll only record for 10 minutes at a time, and we're trying to get like full episodes on YouTube, obviously, so you guys can watch us and our stupidity, but it's difficult because we have to pause and make sure the camera's going and all this other stuff and uh because we can't figure out the settings and oh, so, hopefully what i just messed with fixed that problem yeah so hopefully hopefully this time it's it's going the way that it should go um okay so back to it uh we're talking about staying strapped or getting clapped <laughs> um so anyway you came to okay you were how old when you moved to the uk when I moved to the UK, I was like, what, three years old when I left to Jamaica, moved to the UK. And then I basically grew up, I grew up in the UK all the way to my 22nd birthday. Okay. And then you came here. And I came here. So you had family here already yeah. in the Midwest and that's had, why you came here. Yeah, we had family that they left Jamaica, like my mom's direct brothers and sisters. They left Jamaica when they're teens. And they went to school here. They grew up here. My uncle, he went. He joined the army here, and he's still in the army now. So, oh, nice. Yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah, that that's one way to get acclimatized to the American culture. We had a lot of people that you know when I was in that they would go in and they join the army so they they become citizens. You know. Oh no, that. for them they were because their dad was a citizen, so they would they automatically came in with him. Right. And then as he went through school and he finished school, like you know that they've been like, oh, am I going to go to college? What am I going to do? He was like, fuck this, I'm going to the army. Yeah. Yeah, he fucking loved guns, but now he's got that discipline of army training. That's, it worked out great for him. Yeah, and that's the thing is like if you, you know, the army isn't for everybody, but if you want to go like fully support it, you know, our first guest that was on here, uh, Quentin, he's uh, he's in basic training right now. Um, and obviously, I won't talk to him again because he's going through infantry school and all that until probably March or April. And, you know, it's something that I went through and all that because that's kind of what we do if we're, we're country people. Um, and that's that's really the way things go. I I was different, though, because I went to college first on an, on an academic full ride, and then after college I decided I wanted to go Little because, army. you know, that's the thing is you got you to gotta decide, hey, I want to serve my country. So anyway, 
You grew up in England. We've got a couple stories about fish sticks at McDonald's, <laughs> knife fights. Uh, <laughs> fish like, fingers. Fi- oh, stick. Fish sticks, fish fingers. No, fish fingers. So here's the thing. Fish don't have sticks or fingers. So <laughs> It's just the name of noise because they're like a fucking finger. They're like the length of a finger. <laughs> I don't know how to explain them. You have to see them to understand why they're called fish fingers. You really I have think to. we call them fish fingers here too. Like you can get them at like a store in the frozen area or whatever. But they don't taste as good as the one in the UK though. That's the problem. Yeah. Have you ever used an air fryer? No, I want to buy an air fryer this year though. Because everyone's been raving about it and it's like, I want an air fryer. Yeah, if you get like, you know how you can't take French fries home from a restaurant? Yeah. Take them home, throw them in an air fryer, they're just as good. Oh, shit. No shit. Yeah, I don't have one yet either. I, I have a friend one. who has one. <laughs> and I was like, hey, there's no way. And sure enough, sure shit. So, wow. yeah, you could get your fish fingers from England, <laughs> fly over here, and then throw hey, them in an air fryer. See, with that, we'll just have to deep, fr- like, deep freeze them. Because with Jamaica, like, my family, when they go to Jamaica, they bring back, like, fried fish and all this other food. And they just deep freeze them, fly them over. When they get here, we'll take what we need. And then we just reheat them, and they still taste as good because then again, Jamaica and the US, they're not far apart. Yeah. So that's a quick flight. But for the UK, it's mostly dry food. So it's like the cereal in the UK, I'm going to be honest with you, it tastes better than the ones in the US. It really does. Well, I'm sure. I'm sure it does. And it's probably just like your palate is trained to enjoying that particular cereal because that's where you're from so you know we need our high fructose corn syrup and diabetes <laughs> diabetes, diabetes. No, it's really good it's like if i eat Kellogg's cornflakes here there is a complete different taste in the uk same with but it's the same brand it's the same brand but there's a completely different taste it's weird because my siblings they like the sisters they all grew up in the uk they left when they were in their teens and even they say the same thing yeah so we'll have our aunts whenever they're coming over to visit from the uk We'll give them like list of cereals, noodles, and everything that we're used to over there, and they'll bring them, and then we'll just we share two bowls, we eat them, and it's like yes, there's a clear, distinct in taste, like it's hmm. different, but they're the same exact brand. There's nothing, no change in the ingredients, but it's different. It's huh. weird. Well, maybe it's it's probably made over there, and so maybe the grains are grown over there, and like the soil and wind and all the other stuff That's maybe affects right. them differently. Something. There's something different about it, yeah, because yeah. like. The other thing is, like, even I know your guys' dairy products are different than oh, ours. Yeah. Uh, like, the milk tastes different, and that's how we do stuff here. So, we, we put everything on steroids. Yeah, you put, you and we genetically modify that <laughs> shit, and we get big. Dude, you know what I mean? It was like, what? One summer I spent in Boston when I, I was like 15, I came over to the US for a whole entire summer to spend my aunt in Boston. And, like, the fucking the amount of stuff you guys put in your chicken. It's fucking ridiculous because all I did was eat chicken, run, and lift weights for that entire summer. When I went back to UK, I was fucking huge. And everyone was like, why are you so fucking big? I'm like, because all I did was eat chicken and lift weights. Like the food over I there was is eating American different. hormones injected <laughs> food, man. It's like the chicken legs were huge. When I came in, I'm like, I'm eating what, KFC and stuff like that. The, just the portion size, the size of the freaking, we call it the drumsticks. They're just big. Yeah. I was like, what the fuck are you guys putting in these things? But I got huge, I got jacked, and I was like, fuck this thing. I fucking jack, I don't give a fuck. <laughs> yeah, there you go. There you go. You're welcome, first of all. You're welcome. Thank a farmer for your... <laughs> Thank you for all those hormones making me jacked. Yeah, so you came over here at 22, and you're not quite 30 yet. Um, a couple more years. A couple um, more. 
Yeah, so you're still One enjoying out the door. Yeah. Almost there. Yeah, still enjoying the young life. Running around getting people's phone numbers. <laughs> How's the cougar? Is that still a thing? No, that's still a thing. Oh, really? Yes. You got anything cool? Still a thing. So the one of the things I've gotten was that this nice new jacket. I'm gonna bust it out for the winter times. You should. Oh see yeah, this you shit. should wear it on I the look show. Fucking man. dapper. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> this fucking jacket. It's the best thing ever. Like, wait till wait till the snow rolls in. I'm I'm excited. I fucking roll I'm excited, that shit. man. Yeah. When, when I first saw it, you so remember, she's dressing you up now. She's, yeah, she's basically dressing you're me up. You're about like to be an point. escort. <laughs> no, that would be no escort. The jacket did look good, and I was like, I could rock this jacket. I could see myself in this jacket in the winter time, looking fresh as fuck. Oh. So why not? Hey, get it, man. So I got it. So she got the jacket for me. Nice. I'm so proud of you. <laughs> uh, obviously, I can't do any of that stuff, but well, I don't want to do any of that. No, I'm you're pretty, in a good I'm place. Pretty, I'm in a really good place right you now. Are. I'm really working, working, working. I was trying to say focusing and working at the same time, and it came out workusing. New word, workusing. New, yeah. Urban <laughs> Dictionary. It's there. Uh, <laughs> I'm really working on uh, myself and like self improvement. I actually just started no. reading a book called Twelve Rules for Life: An Antidote to Chaos by Jordan Peterson and of course you know his name has like a, a pretty crazy stigma to it because like you know he's pretty conservative or whatever but it's I'm on rule three and it's really pretty good I've never read any self-help books before but um I've really enjoyed it you know that's kind of my focus right now it's just you know working on myself and uh building up you know a better version of me because whoever comes next in life deserves the best version of they me do. and so um you know that's that's what life's all about for me right now. That and being a good dad. But anyway, uh, no, but you're doing good, mate. I've always told you like there's a vi- there's like a visual change in you, oh, yeah. and it's working for you. and You're doing great. Just keep on track. Yeah, just keep pushing just forward. Don't don't get, gotta keep a lid on it. Don't go and get, don't get enraged by the meth heads. <laughs> knock one out. Yeah. You don't want to punch those people anyway. No, if, you if might they, catch them. Yeah, if they start bleeding on you, yeah, psh, it's fucked. all over. Yeah, you got Maybe AIDS. If you punch them in the mouth and their teeth gets you, you're fucked. No, 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 no. You got to go straight for the, the bridge of the nose. It's one hit. Oh, and when they well up in the eyes. Yeah, 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 one hit, and then you kick them. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you kick uh, Three board guys is not endorsed violence <laughs> no, on drug addicts. Um, anyway. Oh, man. So, oh, man. so back to violence. Um <laughs> I took you to my grandmother's farm uh, to shoot guns for the first time. So we've already heard about the first time you saw uh, a pistol pulled out in the UK by uh, a man named T, who was fresh out. Got more info on T, though. Oh, yeah. We'll talk about that here in a second. And then we also talked about the farmer who had all the cocaine and (laughs) his water line with guns. But the first time you shot one was with me. We took out a, a twenty-two, my my Ruger ten twenty-two, and um, my Beretta A350 twelve gauge, which both and guns. That was fun. Yeah, both guns yeah. are really good guns, and we didn't take any handguns out. Obviously, we we're getting ready for turkey season to roll in, and I didn't really want to, you know, go too crazy in the woods yeah. blowing stuff up. And uh, which, by the way, you know, had a pretty successful season, but. Um, we went out and we shot a couple things, and uh, after that, you were hooked. So yeah. the next thing was like the process of like what to buy next. So then, even with that, like again, I was in this position where I didn't know I can actually own and purchase guns until you came along. I was like, dude, we're gonna go fucking get a gun. 
That's at that, that moment there, I was like, holy shit, I can own fucking guns. Yeah, like, you, no fucking way. Because, like, the COVID thing hit, and everybody was, like, buying guns. Everyone was going crazy. And so I was like, I didn't have any handguns anymore because I'm not a big handgun guy. Like, yeah. I'm, I love my AR because, like, it's the same platform as the M4, which is what I was really heavily trained on as an infantryman. Um, so that's what I like. But I don't really shoot handguns. Um, we had the M9 in the Army, which is basically a Beretta 92 FS, um, 9mm, and I don't, you know, whatever, dude. But I had a Glock at one point, yeah. and I lived in the ghetto in Columbus, Georgia, which is where Fort Benning is at one point. And my house, like, I got broke into three times in the eight Holy months shit. that I was there. Yeah, dude, it was, it was real. Like, you... Like, there would be dudes, like, sitting, like, two streets over. So, my street was okay, but, like, two streets over, there was, like, dudes sitting on the porch with, like, AKs and shit. Holy it fuck. It was, like, third world country shit. Just two, going, two, you know, two streets two, over. Yeah, two streets over. Dude, I got, oh, you know what, we'll do a whole podcast about fuck, the craziness. Yeah. But I had a Glock, and um, it, it backed me up a couple times when I was living there. And uh, and then some dickhead broke in and stole it. Well, it's still sitting in uh, Muskogee County, Georgia Sheriff's Department lockup because this dude has such a long rap sheet that they're using like seven or eight different charges to put him away. And my gun, the theft of it, was one of the charges. And so, so since it's evidence in the case, I can't have it back. So then when COVID hit, I was like, dude, I should probably go get a handgun. Because, as you know, everybody was just buying guns. Yeah, everyone guns. was buying Every, guns. Everyone was buying guns. And going dude, they're going crazy in California. And there's not enough guns there because they're so strict on the laws. Like, people are lined up for fucking blocks to get Holy guns. Fuck. And you can go to a gun store here in this little town of 10,000 people right now. And you can pick whatever yeah. you want. That's why I shop so, here for my guns. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I went and bought the handgun. I went on, and like I knew, like the background check system was like really backed up at the time, and uh, and I was like, well, I'll probably get delayed for a little while. Um, so I I went in the gun store. I picked out the Glock is the exact same one, um, Glock seventeen nine millimeter full full sized full size gun Gen four. <laughs> you bastard again we're not sponsored by monster but we'd like to be uh anyway so i picked out i picked out the glock um and i filled out the information i said hey just call me when it goes through i should be good within a few hours because like dude it's really backed up that i went across the street to casey's to get a slice of pizza and they're like hey man come get your gun so then i came back and I, to work and i found you and i was like hey i was like dude check this out and like Yep. I didn't bring the gun in, obviously, yeah, no, but I no, showed no, you a showed picture, picture of it, and you're like, when did you get that? I was like, I just bought that. I went into a gun store. I gave them green dollar bills, and they gave me a gun immediately. Because America. Because we're... Well, no, I wouldn't say America, but I'd say Missouri. <laughs> Missouri. Missouri. Because there are no fucking rules here, man. Like, even the liquor laws here are ridiculously like, loose. Like, there's no open container law on, on the road. And, like, don't quote me on that, but I've asked police officers about it. If you are not driving the vehicle... And as long as the township or county doesn't have an ordinance that says you can't use you can't have open containers in the vehicle, there's no law here. You can buy liquor at any gas station in the state. Well, uh, so unlike Kansas, you go over there, like yeah. and we're fifteen miles from Kansas right oh, I now. Remember right you right, right where we sit. Through. Yeah, you head yeah. over to Kansas and dude, if you have an op- a bottle of liquor that you drank out of four days ago and it's open in the cab of your vehicle and you get pulled over, you are 
fudged Fucking in the hell. worst way. Yeah. Nope. And then, Ooh, shit. yeah. Now, their gun laws are about like ours. But, you know, this, if you want to talk about Wild West as far as rules, Missouri is still like the Wild West. And so now we're getting marijuana and all this other stuff, yeah. dude. Thanks. Yeah, one th- open just by my place, man. Dude, you, wink, they're, wink. they're opening the dispensary right over here on 291. Oh, get the, the fuck old, out. The old Shell station, they just ripped down the gas pump stuff and they're building a dispensary right now. Oh, shit. But hey, it, up. Hey, I've heard good stuff. All right, so my ADD is like out of control right now, and we're all over the place. So anyway, back to the gun thing. Yeah. Uh, so I was like, yeah, I bought that on lunch, and you're like, no way. And I was like, I'm pretty sure you can buy a gun now. And you're like, really? And I was like, yeah. So <laughs> we drove around, like we drove out to Kansas yeah. to uh, a big uh, outdoor store. We went to one north of town, and we went to another one up in independence and because you were like i want to get i let i think well you hadn't shot a handgun yet you you know yeah so we went and we were going to get you the exact same gun i had the glock but a gen 5 um and so we drove to like five different three three different stores maybe four uh and they were all sold out because covid was like everybody's like get a a gun get a glock okay so anyway and then come to find out the one that we ended up getting you was at the same shop that i bought mine at yep um we came back to the hometown and and bought you that glock and i think what was the wait time for you the wait also the wait time for me was at least a week well a week and a week because i went back like after the week passed i went back a couple days after that but they were like, yeah, it's been ready for a while. We're just waiting for you to come pick it up. Because the way my phone's set up is, like, if you ring my phone and I don't have you saved as a contact or even a text message from you, it will block you straight away. Oh, man. So they've been trying to call me. But again, because I, when I went in, they're like, yeah, it's been ready for a while. So you're ready to pick it up. And I was like, oh, shit. So I did. And like, when I got it, I was like, holy shit, I own, I own a fucking gun. Yeah. Like, it was like that straightforward. It's like, I am now a gun owner. That, I'm a this, gun owner now. This is what my life is all about. <laughs> so uh, then we went. So, okay. We bought the got you that gun. And while you had to wait, I gave yeah, you, you my me, Glock. Yeah, and you took Glock. it up. And we you bought ammo. And you're like, I'll take that box of 50 rounds. I was like, dude, you're going to want more than that. So <laughs> and at the time, like, I even told him, like, no, I, I just need 50 rounds. Uh, oh, boy, was I wrong. Yeah. And oh so you went up God. you went up to Frontier Justice <laughs> yeah. and just blew your wad back when ammo was still available uh, yeah, and cheap. And now it's, what, it's gone up like 150%. Yep. It's crazy. And that, well, I had that box with the first time we bought it with the price, and then you're telling me, like, yeah, it's now way past that we, amount. Well, we bought it for like 50 bucks for 250 rounds, and then I think it's, it's like, like 95. Yep. Yeah. Because I have now both the price tags on my box at home. Yeah. So it's like, shit. Well, we're, yeah. Anyway, we, so then you, what, what was the next one you bought? Because I didn't go with you. So you bought another handgun for a concealed carry. Yeah. So I bought, uh, what do you call it? The SK, the SK VP, not VP9. Is it HK? HK? No, HK. Sorry, I can't say SK. HK. So I bought a HK for concealed carry, and I at least well, I got three mags with that one as well. So I'm like, fuck, I got more guns again. And I was like, the next one was going to be the AR-15. So I built I built an AR-15. I already had one, but I built one custom for me. Um, and, I mean, you take apart an M4 enough and clean it enough, you know you how know they what? work. And so I was just like, well, I'll build one. So I built one. I bought all the parts, and I built it, and then we went out to shoot. Uh, again and side in some long range rifles and all that other stuff for deer season and you you shot the ar and you're like now i need one of these so i asked him to marry his weapon by the way yeah that gun was fucking smooth <laughs> <laughs> well then we ended up going and like 
f- buying parts because that was the other thing. Parts were so scarce. Yeah. Now you can get them. You can get them and now in October, right before the election, because everybody was like, the election's happening, COVID's happening, I got to get a fucking gun. And then I got to build guns and everybody was buying all the parts and stuff yep. like that. You couldn't get anything. No, it was we just struggled like, just to find the upper receiver. Yeah. And so, well, I took one off my, yeah. off of one of mine. And and then I built your AR, and now the video on our YouTube channel of me shooting, test firing an AR-15 is is your AR-15. Um, And so now you have that. And then, obviously, before we did our first podcast together, I took you up to shoot Skeet. Yeah. And, and, uh, yeah, now you need a shotgun. So where I'm at now, I've already been through the outdoors area, and I've got my background check running through the system. So once that's in... What, did you buy one? Yeah. What'd you get? For the, the one we have here, they had one too. Oh. But what I've noticed is that they... Like, their you stuff got the Winchester. Cheaper. Yeah, theirs is cheaper than ours. Oh, nice. And I was like, why... If we're like the same same place all around the well, all around the, the country, why are we different price? Yeah, I don't know, man. That, that was weird, but I got it nicely cheap from what we have here. Very nice. So you got the Winchester. So, Dude, now we yeah. got to go duck hunting. Oh, we're at least going to go turkey hunting. Well... You know what? We'll get on some geese this year, man. I gotta. I'll talk to the dairy farmers up the road. Get yeah. us on a cornfield. We'll go out and fucking shoot some geese. It'll be amazing. Fuck you. And then we'll come back, have some scotch, dude. We'll butcher them and cook them like the same day. And oh, I soak them, dude. I I marinate them in Italian dressing for a few hours. And it's like nuggets, and then I wrap them in bacon and throw them on the grill. Dude, what, geese. Yeah, and it's. So Does funny. it taste like duck? I've had duck. Uh, a geese. little bit, it, dude. It's soup. It's like duck. It's super dark. It's like the the meat's almost maroon Whoa. in color. It's dude. It's good. You'll you'll love it. Right, I'll try uh, geese. Oh yeah, and they're even more fun to shoot than they are to eat. <laughs> oh uh, shit. So yeah, we'll definitely go do that, man. So you're enjoying America and your Second Amendment rights. Fuck yeah. Uh, <laughs> glad to hear it, man. Not that we're like trying to push a political agenda yeah, no, on the show. I'm not I mean, obviously, to push like my last guest, he he sits pretty far on the left side, and I told you know I said it in, in the in the podcast. I'm like, yeah, well, I'm a right wing nut job. I'm a gun. I'm a gun toting redneck, and that's totally fine. Um, but I'm not also going to sit here in judgment of anybody and, nope. and decide what you know you should or shouldn't do because opinions again are like assholes. Everybody's got them. They're all stink. <laughs> I think my grandma taught me that one. I know everybody's grandma taught him that one. Uh, no, but, that's the first time I heard that one. Oh yeah. Oh boy. <laughs> You're welcome. Oh man, dude. Anything else you want to talk about on this one? Oh, for this one, dude, we're 30, oh we're shit, thirty five minutes in. We're thirty five yeah, minutes wait, in. Let's go to forty five. It's fine. All right. So the Snapchat thing I was trying to explain to you earlier. All right. So you know when you oh yeah because like here's the thing I'm social media dumb and so I almost use the R word which you're not allowed to use. Yeah, anymore. no, we don't use the word anymore. <laughs> yeah, don't use the R word. I'm social media stupid. So like I have uh, a guy who's doing the social media for us and we recorded a little bit you know he he was unsure about me posting it because he's like and at the end of it he goes well i'm kind of boring because i'm young and i haven't lived enough life so let me go live for a few years and then i'll come back i was like all right man that's fine oh, but man. all right so snapchat you were doing something in here i went outside to take yeah. a pee and yeah we pee outside here of course um so uh yeah freedom yeah freedom anyway Snapchat. No, but Snapchat. So the point system. 
So if you ever look at Snapchat and you open someone's profile, there's always that number that sits under their profile picture. Yeah, I never understood yeah. that. So that there, so there's a saying, so it says, if, <laughs> if a, a Snapchat points is over, over 10,000, she belongs to the streets. Meaning that there's a bunch of guys or girls on that Snapchat viewing her stuff every single day because she's putting out some really good shit in the oh, story. Like a, uh, like a, a nude or two. Only, is that what like, that's? Yeah, trying to post a nude or two or just, you know, just looking sexy all day. So that's something I used to judge. So they're flexing in the mirror with yeah. yoga pants on. With the yoga pants on, yeah. yeah. So okay. you know, like, there's a bunch, there's definitely like a handful of guys definitely on that Snapchat just chilling. So if you're going to holler at it, it's like, be prepared for what's coming with it because they're going to be there too. How was that metric um, found like over 10,000? So, because basically, if you look at uh, a regular Snapchat, a thousand is what you'll normally see or a hundred. So, you know that the stories and everything, they're not viewed as much. Mm-hmm. But if you see, but someone who sits there, I've known, I have like chicks of mine who sits over 400,000. Oh, yeah. So she's definitely. So she definitely belongs to the streets. And that's someone you know, like, hey, if I'm going to hit her up, it's going to be a one-nighter and I'm out, I'm peacing, I'm not looking to make her a wife or anything like that. Right. So it's just knowing, knowing your numbers and knowing what they mean. Okay. And I've known a couple of guys that they're talking, sitting there talking to chicks on Snapchat and I'm like, oh, sit there and look at their profile and it's like, shit, she has over 13, 1,300 like, points. Ooh, interesting. And then when you, see, when you actually see the story pictures and the videos, it's like... I don't think you should be sweet talking this girl right here, mate. You should probably stop. You might get some Ajax yeah, won't you, wash off. Yeah, so I've I tried to steer a couple of lads the right direction when it comes to knowing them numbers on Snapchat. Uh, Mine is it's reaching that point of double digits. So I think I'm just gonna slow down, fall off for a little bit. Hopefully it'll go away. If not, I'll just create a brand new Snapchat. Oh yeah. yeah. So I mean, well that's the other thing, is if you're hitting those those double digits. Dude, I'm pretty sure I, I got rid of her, but my ex-wife was like at 13,000. Holy shit. Yeah. I wonder what she's doing. Yeah. Well, here's the thing, though, is it was like I looked at that number after I'd kicked her out, and I know what she's been doing. You know I know what you've been doing. <laughs> no, but yeah. Yeah, that's in a crazy. Certain, in a certain group of people, that number, the numbers mean that. Like, that's what, that's what it is. Like, guys are on there definitely viewing girls. Someone at some point is always viewing your stuff. It's like nonstop. It's racking up nonstop. Like, as soon as you post something, because at some point you must have posted something like real good to make someone come back and be like, hey, what did you post today? Yeah. What's in the story? Let me yeah. just click through and see if I find anything. Just, right. Done. <laughs> was, that, was that you fake masturbating? Yes. <laughs> no, but yeah. I'm sure we picked that up with the sounds. <laughs> No, yeah. it came through clear the first oh, time. Oh yeah, well, <laughs> that yeah, I I don't I don't understand all that shit, man. It, you know, I look at all that and like for me, I'm doing the social media thing, and honestly, I got somebody doing it for me, just to push this out because, like I talked about before, I don't really give a shit, man. You know, I you know if someone wants to sponsor me or us, you know, as a group, that's great. If yeah. not. That that's also fine. I have we have listeners now that are and thank you uh, for listening. We thank appreciate you for, you. Yeah, thank you for recommending us to your friends and whatnot. Um, but we have listeners now, and I think you know sometimes we sit down and we have nonsense conversations like we're having today, yeah. and we're just having fun, and it's gonna make somebody laugh in their car. You know that's, that's good. And then you have ones that I have with like the nurse who was in the ICU during the COVID crisis, or the one that I I had that hasn't been posted yet with with the geneticist who's actually talking politics um 
those are those are also super important, and those are ones that should be listened to by a much larger yeah. group of people than sh- who should be listening to this. Because if you don't like the F word and you don't like the cussing and all the craziness, don't listen to don't, this one. Yeah, there's, you a, know, there's other ones for you. Yeah, well, and I'll probably put that in the bio. Like, if you if you don't want to hear a bunch of cussing and trash talking and being crazy, don't listen to this episode. But if you, you, know, you want to listen to something intelligent, we're going to have those shows on. Yeah. And so... Um, you know, in short, that's, that's what this is all about. And hopefully, you know, again, I don't really care if I get sponsored, but I'm at least reaching out to people and bringing a little bit of laughter into their life because I can tell you this much, this is number eight or nine that I've recorded. Um, it'll be number seven that goes online. Mm -hmm. I have laughed pretty hard during every single one of these and for me again this is almost like therapeutic because you can go to a shrink and trust me i've been to my fair share um i think therapy is very important for everybody i think everybody should go to therapy because there's no doubt inside everyone there's some amount of self self self-loathing right and so i think that's all important but for me to just sit down with different people on a, a bi-weekly basis and have a conversation that could be about something I disagree with or something I totally agree with or something totally nonsensical like today, right, yeah. that's important. And so if you're a friend of mine and you have my contact information, you're probably going to come on the show because you can, you know, we can come in here and talk about anything you want to talk about as long as it's not career ending. If yeah. you're going to go by your real name and get filmed, <laughs> don't, don't say anything crazy. Protect that. You know, but, uh, I think that's I think that's what's important about all this. But uh, again, you know, it's it's been a fun adventure. It's we've been on. So that's what the other thing I wanted to say is we've been online for ten days now. You are now you've been on the show three of the seven that are. Yeah. This will be the one seventh online. So you've been on three. So you're almost half of half of the time. Um, and we've already had over a hundred downloads yep, across the right. board. And so. You know, and we, I think we've had a dozen downloads within the last 24 hours. And so, since there's seven shows, um, or six shows right now, and over 100 downloads, that means that they've all been downloaded at definitely like what 16 times or something like yeah. that. And, and we appreciate you for yeah, doing that. Yeah. And, uh, and, and the other thing is, is that what I've noticed as I look at those those numbers is like some of the older shows are getting downloaded. Okay. It got downloaded once today. That means we got a new viewer. We got somebody else who's come on board. Um, and hopefully they stick around if they don't, that's also fine. Listen, if you want, don't, if you don't. Um, but I think that's where we'll wrap this one up because here in a little bit, we're going to, we're going to bring Damien in. Um, and things are going to get out of hand. (laughs) (laughs) All right, man. All right. It's been great. All Every time, man. Every time. All right. Thanks for listening, everybody. I'm Paul Howard, your host, and this was the Three Board Guys podcast. If you like what you hear, uh, head on over to our website at the number threeboardguys.com where you'll find a link to all of our social media. And if you want to send us an email for any sort of business uh, or ideas, go ahead and email us at the number threeboardguysentertainment at gmail.com.